Welcome to Worldwide Wonderful Women, a podcast for your living in divine power when yours is diminished. A podcast where encouragers receive encouragement. We understand these are hard times. You may find that it is becoming more of a challenge for you to remain strong as you give of yourself continuously. That's why this is the place to join other women globally who face the same challenges as you. So join us regularly to receive biblical insight not to faint, but to stand strong. This is the podcast to be rejuvenated and revitalized. Now, let's join our host, Paula Harris. Hello, and welcome to episode number 309 of Worldwide Wonderful Women. And the title of this episode is Rescued from Religion, Part 4. I have shared my journey as a young girl, then as a teenager, and as a more mature woman. (laughs) And now presently, as I continue to walk with my Lord. Each week, I have focused on a word that begins with the letter R. In my previous weeks, the words were risk, rescued, and released. It's important to listen to these previous podcasts so that you will understand the full message for this month. Today, our R word is rest. As a true disciple of Jesus Christ, you know, we're able to rest in the fact that he is who he says he is, and that he will do what he says he will do. And this is foundational in our relationship with him. We can place our faith in him because he is always faithful. Last week, I explained why we need to avoid religion and rebellion in regards to God. They're the evidence of the flesh being in control. And many people get burnt out by religion to the point that they then get into rebellion. A person can become insecure because their approval is attached to people. And people are fickle and they change from one moment to the next. So you don't want that instead of God who declares you're fully accepted in Christ. And you can see Colossians chapter 2 verse 10. It's in having a relationship with the living God that we experience true intimacy with him. Now, a relationship can only be experienced when the Holy Spirit is in control. One thing to be aware of, religion and rebellion will always try to destroy your relationship with God. Both are consistent enemies that we must allow the Holy Spirit to expose and defeat within our hearts and minds. Only God in us can defeat these two and produce the character, the conduct, and the conversation that he desires within us so that it would bring him glory. The scribes and the Pharisees took the law that God gave and added to it to control the behavior of people. They felt they needed to do so because of the hardness of people's hearts. They were sincere but wrong. There are Christians who are following in these same footsteps today. As sincere as they may be, they are wrong for adjusting or adding to God's instructions given in his word. 
And they too place burdens upon people that God never intended. Another thing that they do is they put their rules on the same level as the inspired word of God. And this should not be. The intimacy that I have with my Lord now helps me to discern when religion pops up its ugly head and wants me to try to maintain or gain favor with God by my works of righteousness. I have no righteousness to bring to God. I live out the righteousness provided only by Jesus. My degrees from college, my service, my status, my awards, my works of righteousness do not win me any brownie points with God. Listen to what Paul said regarding all of his status and the things that he could have gained recognition for. In Philippians chapter 3, verse 7 to 11, it states, I once thought these things were valuable, but now I consider them worthless because of what Christ has done. Yes, everything else is worthless when compared with the infinite value of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. For his sake, I have discarded everything else, counting it all as garbage, so that I could gain Christ and become one with him. I no longer count on my own righteousness through obeying the law. Now, I have to read that again. I no longer count on my own righteousness through obeying the law. Rather, I became righteous through faith in Christ. For God's way of making us right with himself depends on faith. And then 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 9 to 12 says, He has saved us and called us to a holy life, not because of anything we have done, but because of his own purpose and grace. I'm going to repeat that part again. Not because of anything we have done, but because of his own purpose and grace. This grace was given us in Christ Jesus before the beginning of time. But it has now been revealed through the appearing of our Savior, Jesus Christ, who has destroyed death and has brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. And of this gospel, I was appointed a herald and an apostle and a teacher. That is why I am suffering as I am. Yet this is no cause for shame because I know whom I have believed, and I am convinced that he is able to guard what I have entrusted to him until that day. Have you ever felt better than someone else because of your works of righteousness or service for God? Have you ever looked down on someone else who did not attend your church or was not involved in your spiritual activities? What rules have you placed upon yourself or others that they seem even more important than having a true closeness with Jesus to the point that you're hearing his voice and obeying him? My being before you right now is not allowing me to have the time to tell you how much I rejoice in the ability to be able to rest in the fact that he is who he says he is, and that he will do what he says he will do. 
I can rest in his ordering my steps each day and my life overall. I can rest even when trials, suffering, and brokenness enter my life because of who he is in my life. I can rest in not having to know all the details of what I face, but rest in the fact that he's sovereign and he knows it all together. I can rest in knowing that Jesus loves me and has and will provide everything I need to bring him glory with my life. I rest in the fact that he is my friend, my savior, my Lord, my guide, my comforter, my deliverer, my counselor, my protector, my provider, my hope, my king, my peace, my joy, my mediator, my healer, my righteousness, my teacher, my truth, my life. He has become my all in all. I can rest in him. And this is all possible because of the relationship that I have with him. Now, let me share some scriptures on these truths of who he is and why I and you can rest in him. In John chapter 15, verses 14 to 15, it says, you are my friends if you do whatever I command you. No longer do I call you servants, for a servant does not know what his master is doing. But I have called you friends, for all things that I heard from my father, I have made known to you. Then 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 16 and 17. May our Lord Jesus Christ and God our Father, who loved us and by his grace gave us eternal encouragement and a good hope, encourage your hearts and strengthen you in every good deed and word. And then Proverbs chapter 20, verse 24. Since the Lord is directing our steps, why try to figure everything that happens along the way? And then John chapter 15, verse 5, I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. Psalm 143, verse 8 to 10, let the morning bring me word of your unfailing love, for I have put my trust in you. Show me the way I should go. For to you, I entrust my life. Rescue me from my enemies, Lord, for I hide myself in you. Teach me to do your will, for you are my God. May your good spirit lead me on level ground. And in Psalm 5:12, Surely, Lord, you bless the righteous. You surround them with your favor as with a shield. And there are so many other Psalms that I could share with you and so much more that I can say even about my own personal testimony. But my heart's desire is that you too are resting from your own labors and that you have found fulfillment in the completed work of Jesus Christ. Let me close with Hebrews chapter four, which talks about this rest that we can have with God. God's promise of entering his rest 
still stands. So we ought to tremble with fear that some of you might fail to experience it. For this good news, that God has prepared this rest, has been announced to us just as it was to them. But it did them, talking about the Israelites, no good because they didn't share the faith of those who listened to God. For only we who believe can enter this rest. And then I'm going to jump down to verse 6. So God's rest is there for people to enter. But those who first heard the good news failed to enter because they disobeyed God. So God sent another time for entering his rest, and that time is today. God announced this through David much later in the words already quoted. Today, when you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. Now, if Joshua had succeeded in giving them rest, God would not have spoken of another day of rest still to come. So there is a special rest still waiting for the people of God. For all who have entered into God's rest have rested from their labors. Now that part I'm going to read again. All who have entered into God's rest have rested from their labors just as God did after creating the world. So let us do our best to enter that rest. But if we disobey God as the people of Israel did, we will fail. For the word of God is alive and powerful. It is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword, cutting between soul and spirit and between joint and marrow. It exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. Nothing and all creation is hidden from God. Everything is naked and exposed before his eyes. And he is the one to whom we are accountable. So then, since we have a great high priest who has entered heaven, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly to what we believe. This high priest of ours understands our weaknesses for he faced all the same testings we do, yet he did not sin. So let us come boldly to the throne of our gracious God. There we will receive his mercy and we will find grace to help us when we need it most. I believe that that explains fully the rest available to all of us. But are you still working hard to please Jesus? Or are you flowing in the power of his indwelling spirit who produces the fruit of righteousness in you? Now, there's a difference. And I trust that you're listening to all these podcasts are helping you to see the difference between religion, relationship, and rebellion. And that you are learning how to be rescued from religion. So until next week, Smile, Jesus loves you. Thank you for listening to Worldwide Wonderful Women. We trust you enjoyed the program. 
please take a moment to leave us a good rating and review on iTunes to help us continually encourage others around the globe. We also invite you to go to TWMforJesus.org. That's T-W-M like in Mary, F-O-R-J-E-S-U-S dot O-R-G to download your free gift and see other resources to help you live in divine power. And oh, don't forget to tell your friends. Until next time, be strong and of good courage.